worried that you might be the cool kid You wear the latest fashions on top of all the trends Or have you ever worried you were too much in the mainstream Always so generic, more normal than your friends Well, we've devised a test to put to rest your fears There's no need to panic if you let us your ears Tonight you can't sleep easy after all that you've heard Cause if you like the show, then you're probably a nerd Welcome to the latest episode of the It's Canon Podcast, a show where we like to chat about anything and everything geek, the show where we chat about some Lego, the show where we chat about books, comic books, tech news, anything and everything, and the best part of it all is that it's all in canon. We're your hosts, I'm Boris, and as always, I am joined by Phil. Hey everybody, if you're ever wondering why we try to cut the episode short, it's because I'm so old I can't go that long without peeing. Christ. Jesus Christ, Phil. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I was talking with my brother this week and he was telling me that he's enrolled in this post, you know, first career career training at, at at a college and they they sit there and it's to the point now where there's so much cheating on tests that when somebody's filling out their test they have to put their head down they're not allowed to raise their head not allowed to leave the room not allowed to access anything you know like you have to sit there and do everything pencil in hand fill it all out and hand it in um the teacher comes back to my brother and goes hey you're normally like a 98 percent student and you only got 87% on this test. What happened? And he goes, I'm in my 50s and I'm sitting there for that long. I have to get up and pee for the last 10 questions. I just guessed and got the hell out of there. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely just can't do that amazing. anymore. Oh, I hear you. I know that feeling. Well, I don't know that feeling. That feeling. I hope I don't have feel that for another like 20 years. But it is what it is. Phil... Awesome to be back. We took a couple weeks off with the uh, long weekend here in Canada, which was Victoria Day, and in the States, which was Memorial Day. You know, you just gotta gotta get some break in. Uh, it was uh, yep. super busy here I, for me. I know that you had your own stuff. Tyler was uh, chomping at the bit last week and this week, and uh, stuff happens, and uh, that's why it's just you and I right now. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll eventually, all three of us will eventually be back at some point in some shape, way, yep. or form. We'll do it. As I was talking to Phil just earlier, really, uh, you know, there's a higher possibility of us doing some shows together. Uh, we have uh, the possibility of using a studio. That will be fun. Um, dude, I don't know what's wrong with my levels. Like, I, maybe it's, maybe I'm just losing my, sh my, sh my, my head, my brain. I don't know what's going on. But... We have an exciting show for you. We got some stuff to talk about. Uh, we're going to use the show as a catch-up because uh, it's been a while. And, um, yeah, man, it's it's just been crazy. Uh, but, Phil, most importantly, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Had a, a, a fun little procedure last week, which is why I bailed out of the Monday show because I didn't really realize 
The problem that I have is that I I have to go fairly regularly for a treatment for my eye health, which is why I like to wear these types of glasses that reduce the amount of blue light and whatnot on my eyes when staring at screens and whatnot all day. And uh, yeah, it, uh, it, it puts me under for the day and I typically ignore it until a few days before the appointment, I get this text from the doctor that, yeah, you're due in to come for it. And it's like, a oh, great, a oh, great. All right. I got to go do that. So, you know, sex, it's part of the being and getting old and, you know, otherwise things are great. You know, health is all good. There's lots of stuff happening in the geek verse, right? Like we had Ted Lasso closed down. We had tons of just, shows. We've had Ted La- tons just of shows. last week alone. Ted Lasso, Barry, Succession, all ended essentially within a couple days of each other, uh, which was crazy, man, because those three shows had yeah. really good endings, in my opinion. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about Ted Lasso, but we got a plan that full Ted Lasso, the series, at least yeah. season one to three rundown, uh, and uh, that'll be a special episode at some point. Uh, we'll be doing that. But yeah, man, TV, a lot of shows are and ending. Then- Go ahead. Oh, sorry. We've got great stuff coming up, too. Like, Silo is on right now on Apple TV, which is kind of like this sci-fi mystery thing that's kind of pretty good budget and whatnot and pretty good acting going on and writing, from what I can tell. Uh, I haven't been drilling down on that one as much, but I'm watching it in the background kind of passively, almost like uh, uh, that one we did, Snowpiercer and whatnot. It's, it's just kind of on when i'm i'm looking for something to watch but yeah it's it's there's a lot of interesting stuff in the space right and and you have to remember all the new stuff coming out too with lucasfilm and and just they seem to be like disney are just going crazy with firing stuff into the theaters and looking at what's going on there with spider-man with with mario brothers with little mermaid with all this stuff and you know indiana jones and we have transformers and then you know we just got ahsoka slipping in at some point i'm expecting trailer two to drop and then the video game universe you've got things like diablo 4 like holy crap like it's just you know like stuff's lining up this summer for some big releases yeah this summer like we talked about the video game world right you had street fighter just coming out we had star wars uh we've had obviously legend of zelda which you know i love the meme with a lot of people get you know how especially with apple you get those notifications whatever day saying how how much screen time you've used compared to the previous week right and i just love how the big meme is like oh you've used 50 percent less screen time but then you know you see the person actually playing legend of zelda tears of the kingdom yeah so it's like, and, and and I have friends who have admitted, like, yeah, I'm barely on my phone because every second, every spare second that I have is used playing The Legend of Zelda right now. It's funny. I bought the game. Here's my hot take. All right. This is not going to go over well with some people. Alex, just it's get not, ready. It's not the game for me. I freaking hate it. <laughs> Yeah, but you're an old man. Your hand-eye coordination just yeah. isn't what it used to be. No, my hand-eye is fine. You can't, you can't read maps. You, you got no hand-eye coordination. No, it, it, it's there's, it's too open world. That's what it is. It, it's 
I'm gonna go off and watch grass grow virtually. It's weird. I'm I'm just like, oh look, a nice place to sit down and stay. <laughs> Whereas the game only basically it, it's so open-ended and it's and they need to be applauded for it. I'm not taking away from the game and its achievement and the fans who love it. Like, go have fun. I love the excitement level. Honestly, the excitement level drew me back into it. After figuring this out with that other one, the other Zelda that I bought the Switch for. And I'm just like, oh, you know what? This kind of sucks because it's really hard to figure out what you're supposed to do as a non, as a guy who played the original Zelda game on the NES. Right. And was always just was always playing it with someone else playing it. Like I was playing while watching, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's not a popular opinion. I'm not, I'm not proud of it, but I turned it on. I played the intro and I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go back to Jedi survivor, <laughs> which That's my crazy. other young friend comes to me and goes, isn't that the one that's like Dark Souls, which you said you hate? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, except it's Star Wars, so I love it. Oh, my God, Phil. What are we going to do with you? What are we going to do with you? What am I going to do with you? Jesus Christ, Phil. The older you get, I feel I, like... I, I'm trying. I know. I'm trying. Like, it's, just, it's, it's, it's... Like I say, I'm not, I'm not hating on it. I'm just, it's just not for me. Yeah. I, I, I realize that after a day. I'm like, oh, this is way too much for me. I don't yeah. understand the sword. I don't. Yeah. No, no, it is what it is. But that's <laughs> you know what. But that's kind of like what I like about us. Like you, Tyler, and I have such different opinions on almost everything. Yep. It's almost like three generations right there. Just. Yeah. Oh, three, really? Yeah, because it's like he's later on in the '80s than me, right? You're in like what the 30s, the 40s, right? So it's like, <laughs> I love how it took you a second. I love how it took you a second, but it's true. Like, and Zelda can be very intimidating, right? Like, we just got a comment. Uh, Zelda can be very intimidating because this game is 2.5 times the size of the last one. And you know what's yeah. crazy? Okay, so have you seen the latest footage for Spider Man 2 on Sony? I've seen a bit of it, yeah. How are you uh, going to deal with watch, that game? Because that map... I don't know. I might wait. have that problem. I, I, I might right. have that problem. But, but the, the, the thing is, is that what Zelda lacks in, in old man motivation here, all right? I'm going to cater it specifically to my, my issue. What Zelda lacks, in my opinion, out of what I've played, it's not at all a review. It's just an observation is that I can sit there and go in Jedi Survivor, which remember how much I struggled with Fallen Order with yes. just trying to navigate the map and whatnot because the multi-levels just didn't translate well into the dimensional holographic thing that they were doing. In at least Jedi Survivor, you can fast travel. You just need to get to a meditation point and you can fast travel. But I can choose to do a side menu, a side mission. I can choose to do a rumor that will open up a side mission. Or I can choose to just stick to the main story. It presents all things equally to me. And it is my choice. Tyler's going on about, oh, you haven't got to here with the fishing yet. I didn't. I found the person that said, yeah, fishing's great. You should try it. No, thanks. 
kept on walking, went on to the story mission. And the game didn't penalize me for it. Whereas I don't know where that boundary is with Zelda. And that just might be an inexperienced thing with me. But that's it. It's just like, I'll read up or look at a YouTube thing and it says, oh, you need to get this Icarus sword or whatever from this guy. And that means you need to go to this end of the map and then you have to fight that guy. And then when he gives you that sword, then you can progress onto this area. And I'm like, qu'est-ce que c'est? Où est la direction? Yeah. And it's not there. And I'm just like, okay, well, maybe a Zelda fan knows that because this was part of a previous thing. But yeah, you know, Zelda, do whatever you want. Nothing is mandatory. I love that idea, but it just feels like when I see all these social media posts about all the stuff, I just get overwhelmed. But maybe I should give it another dip. I only put one toe in. I'll put a foot in at some point when it when there's a little bit of a die down and a little bit more of a beginner's guide that comes out that's actually watchable and instructable for me. And then I'll I'll get through it. See, this, this, this comment here. Zelda fans will try to get you to do random stuff, but honestly, it doesn't matter. And I, that's what I'm finding, right? This is, I've had, yeah. I, I was literally having this conversation with someone earlier. And that's like, you know, they, they, they go on YouTube and they save a YouTube and they'll save a bunch of YouTubes for this game. It's like, just do what you want. You do you. Everyone, everyone's experience seems to be very different with this game, right? Everyone's having their own, uh, whatever, uh, like their own order to do stuff. Like I know someone who is doing stuff in the opposite order of what is recommended, but recommended by whom, right? So yeah, that's yeah. the thing, right? And I think, you know, it, this is what's interesting and glorious and beautiful and scary about this new Legend of Zelda game. And this is where I give credit to the developers and the story makers and the, and the writers. And that's as non-linear as this game is it's still telling a somewhat linear story in its weird way so it doesn't matter what you do and what order you go to do stuff mm. you're still getting the full brunt of the story and that's what i really enjoyed about breath of the wild like breath of the wild literally you could fight ganon if you really wanted to if you had the cojones to do it yeah you weren't gonna get far but it's it's a fair point, and maybe I need to adjust my my logic because I am guilty of getting to a point at which I feel like there should be an arrow or a, a, a an NPC nudging me in a direction heavily, and I don't see that happening. So then I go to YouTube, and then I get somebody interpreting the game for me, telling me what and where to do it because that's basically what has become what video games do now there's no more hint books there's no more strategy guides there's no more because the strategy guides back in the day in the 90s and whatnot used to be written and you'd have like if you just want to get through it do this if you want to find these side quests and do these three things here's the three things and their locations and what you're going to need to do i'm actually enjoying that part of jedi survivor in the sense that once i unlock something i start going back in the area that i unlocked it and start ripping apart other areas that they obviously planted stuff in and thought that I'd forget about, like when the BD droid can shoot the black goop. And it's just like, oh, okay, all of a sudden I can go back and solve all of these other puzzles and get shards and the different little things in the game. That's all fun, but yeah. 
Nothing. I was just going to say, as long as you don't shard yourself, you're good. Yeah, as long as you don't shard yourself. Exactly. But, you know, I'm figuring out vendors and, and things like that in that game. And it might just be another possibility of old man Phil's brain can only, you know, do so much in so many video games. Having said because, that, you know who else has this issue? My brother. Oh, I don't blame him. I can relate like, to he that. He can't wrap his head around modern gaming. Well, I can I can certainly wrap my head around modern gaming, but only one at a time. Like if I if I start separating from Jedi Survivor too hard now, if, if the pull of Zelda starts becoming too much, if I dip my toe back in, then the problem is I'm going to forget everything I learned about Survivor in terms of how the buttons work and how the gameplay and who to see and everything like that. If I take more than a week off, I'm done. Like, especially if I'm reloading stuff up here in the noggin and going, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got to build this and do this because Zelda, hands down, remarkable achievement. Look, like the game is great, especially you know running on a thing that's been sitting on my desk for seven years collecting dust. It fired up no problem. It's driving my monitor. It's playing the game. And I'm having like instantly like, hey, this is great. This is great. I can tell there's a really well done, well, everything, every aspect of production of this game is fantastic. And Nintendo deserves a standing applause. I'm, I'm not the guy that says that. I'm just going, oh, it's a tough one to approach from a certain video game point of view. December is going to be very interesting this year when the video game awards come around because this year, we've talked about this in the past, the competition is heavy. You have a new Final uh, Final Fantasy game. You have Star Wars. You have Diablo, which when Diablo comes out, always gets tons of attention, right? You have Street Fighter. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of other games that I'm probably missing out and forgetting. Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy 16. Yep. Oh, sorry. I, I'm that sorry. The first I one it. I said. Just saying. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, um, there. Spider-Man that comes out this year, right? But I don't yeah, know what that's the deadline fall is. or anyways. Point fall is, or winter. The point yeah. I'm trying to make is this: every game that has come out that's triple A title has had issues on day one, for the most part, except for one game. That's the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, there were bugs, but these. You know what's funny? These game, the 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 these these exploits, as people are starting to to call them, and there's a huge debate. In the internet, whether the developer should care enough to care enough to fix them, because some people want to use exploits to finish the game quicker or whatever, right? Um, mm. Hands down, Zelda, in my opinion, should win Game of the Year up to this point for the simple fact that it just worked. Except for the patch that they just released, I eliminated a big hack. But that, but that's the point, right? No, but that's literally what I'm saying, and that's yeah. been the debate. In my opinion, the developers deserve more kudos because they didn't have to fix that. Hey, I'll put into that same category. The only thing that crapped the bed on Jedi Survivor was the PC port. Stop it. If you're not ready with the PC part, then just release the console game game and and d delay the PC port another week or two, whatever you need to do to finish it. That would be my advice, because otherwise we'd be saying the same thing about Jedi Survivor. I think we're probably going to be saying the same thing about Diablo 4, except mm. for server wait. Server day one issues. And, you know, okay, so yeah. the uh, I'm a Blizzard fan. I have the welts to show it. 
<laughs> you have a lot to show. You have a lot of scars in your body over Blizzard, right? And oh, here's the God. thing about Diablo 4 Day 1. Their server, and, and this wasn't even a day one issue. This was the pre-release, the early access issue, access issue, where the servers were so overloaded, but people found a hack. Do you know what that hack was, Phil? No. If you made a microtransaction, it put you into the server queue. Oh, jeez. So there was something in the account management where it was blocking you, because it, it wasn't that the servers were overloaded, it was that you weren't being authenticated into the server properly and a microtransaction of whatever amount kind of triggered your profile you. to go into the queue. Well, so, I'm going to be the last guy in queue forever because I'm making a decision. I actually had to wind this one down and go, I beta tested it. I, well, I participated in that beta stuff. All right. And then when it came time to buy it, didn't buy any of the pre-release stuff. Didn't buy anything. I'm not giving any company my money anymore until I see what the release val what the release window looks like. And unless it's on Game Pass or something like that, I'm just gonna sit there and wait until I spend my money. And then you know what I'm gonna buy ultimately with Diablo 4 when I buy into it, probably next weekend or something. It's gonna be the base version. Because I don't care about seasons passes. I don't care about anything other than playing the single player game and maybe some multiplayer game if I can get some multiplayer friends that want to play it. But I don't want to do the seasons pass progression. You know what I mean? Like once I hit max out and I get the story, peace out, guys. Have fun. If there's an expansion that's good, I'll do it. But if it's a seasons pass that's just going to rake money in as a live service, I'm out. I'm done. No, thank you, son. I'm not going to sit here and farm my life away in a video game. Thanks so much for Warhammer or World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, Blizzard. You had me, what, for 20 years on that one? Pfft, have fun. <laughs> I'm not paying for that crap anymore, especially with your company. I refuse to pay. Uh, live service, let's not even touch live service, right? Yeah. But I refuse to pay for early release or season pass or extremely gold perfect edition after I got burned for Battlefront back in 2015. Yep. I don't blame you. Don't blame you one bit. And that's the thing. It only it, it, there's only so many times right now that the word on the street is Square Enix is freaking out about pre-sale numbers for Final Fantasy 16. And it's because I think everybody now is like, screw that. I'm not buying into it until I know it works. And uh, like the only reason why Starfield is going to turn around and, and kick this in the pants when they, whenever it gets released later this year Game Pass. is that it's free on Game Pass. You know what I mean? Like it's included in Game Pass. I still I downloaded Redfall. I still haven't fired it up. I don't think I will. I'm going to delete it. Just so I'm an anomaly of the statistics of people that showed interest, saw the headlines, and then just said, nah, thanks. Just take your garbage away from my console. Oh, I feel salty. No, no, no. <laughs> but but this is the thing, right? And I've had this conversation on other people's podcasts uh, as a guest. And, and and essentially, right? Like, we just have to become smarter consumers. And, and I'm seeing it at times. I'm seeing that we're becoming smarter consumers. But I, I, I just don't I don't see it long term, right? 
people are still being dumb. People are still pre-purchasing. People are still purchasing garbage. And then, and then Phil, we get mad when we buy garbage. Yeah, well, understandable. Anybody who bought Golem, rest in peace, because you just bought you know, garbage. I didn't even know that was a game until like the day before, until it got leaked. I know. Um, I, it kind of was like I saw it on shows, but there wasn't a lot of hype around it because it's a small studio that did it, and they really did it. I, I don't know if it's just the ambition of the studio or what, but they really put a foot in their mouth. The other one this week that came out that I am more upset about is Aspire really screwed the pooch on KOTOR 2. Yes. Oof. They they marketed that game as having that, that player-built expansion on it to properly deliver the full story that basically BioWare took out because they were under too many constraints. I have the physical original Xbox copy on my back shelf here behind me. Anyhow, they hacked and slashed that game to meet a release window. And what ended up happening is the fans rebuilt this thing and and put it in as an upgrade on Steam. And this was going to be a chance for fans that play on consoles, specifically, you know, the Switch, to get access to that. And then they abandoned the project and basically offered people free games instead of a refund a year later. Like, that is terrible. Aspire was in a pretty good spot for me as a fan because they did so well on so many other Star Wars remakes. And they just now, I can't trust them as a consumer. Not that I bought into it or anything, but I can watch what other people are doing. And yeah, you know, Here's the bottom line as far as I'm concerned about a cons- uh, being a consumer. Yes, I'm going to learn and I'm going to be more careful with my money. But video games should be fun. And when they're not fun, when you're grinding for like Destiny, I don't know how much I ground, but I must have done about 30 hours a week in Destiny in my spare time grinding runs to get you know, legendaries and everything like that. Like I spent a lot of time and I have no memory of any of it. What's the point? You know what I mean? Like, what's the point in logging in every day after work, going and playing for four or five hours, going to bed, go back to the cycle until you get to the weekend where you and your mates can do a really epic like raid. And then you do it. And then it's like, Oh, okay. And well, then we got more, virtual gear that we have nothing to show for it like you know what i mean now it's games as a service so they want to make money off of that yeah you know what i mean like you don't want to spend all that time i'll just put your credit card number in, give us twenty thousand dollars and we'll give you everything and that's what diablo 4 is going to be like like we're talking about some of the cosmetic stuff costing 28 dollars american to buy this is nuts. Like, look at how much money people spent on that Diablo Immortal game, right? Like, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars that people, like, flipped away just so they could have these rare element crystals and everything. And you know that that's what they're going to do because they told everybody, no, 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 this won't be pay to play. This won't be pay to play. The whole game was pay to play. They're adamant right now. Diablo 4 won't be pay to play. Won't be pay to play. It's going to be. Guarantee you. man no it's tough like it's it's so weird right now because i think 
in, 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 in all of that, like my major, the thing that really stuck to me were, were, on what you were saying is games need to be fun, right? And yes, the whole grinding thing, if it starts feeling like your job after your job, that's when I'm like, no mas. That's when I'm like calling it a day and yep. that's it. For me, Jedi Survivor is great because it's a topic I like. It's a universe I'm 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 enjoying. It's new new avenues of expression. I sit down, I play that for an hour or two each night. I have a big smile on my face. Get to a meditation point. Eh, that's it for tonight. You know what I mean? Yep. And I'm having fun with it. I'm not sitting up till late at night. I'm not trying to get some grind something or or whatever. It's just like ah, oh look, that's cool. Really like that. Great. I have I'm playing it in story mode. Not gonna lie. You know, and I don't care. I I consider that a win. I'm just like, who cares? I you know to... what I was thinking of earlier, and 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 um, I just don't understand gamers and gaming, and maybe maybe it is maybe it is my age showing to a certain extent, right? But those people, like I saw that someone reached level 100 in Diablo 4, and I'm like, congrats. Now what are you gonna do, right? Like, first off, how the fuck yeah. did you do it? And second off, it's like, now what? Like. You feel special? You want a hero biscuit that you did that? Like, I just don't, I don't understand oh. that. You know what you do? You do it in, like, a, a frat house, and you take shifts. That's how you do that in the weekend. Like, that's how all these guys do it in all these video games, right? It's just like, guess what? The hard work pays off, though, guys. So if he gets there first, the game can't even handle the 100. So there's no end game stuff that's going to be basically populated around for that because they're going to wait until per larger percentages of players get up there in a well-balanced game. But like, that's what I did with Forza Horizon 5. I'm still in the top 1% of 30 million active players active with an asterisk. But it's just through hard work, daily grinding. But if it isn't fun, then don't do it. Like I just go in and do my dailies. It's no big deal. I have every single car in that game. I've got a little alligator beside my name as a badge for having over 700 cars. I've only seen two other people with it, right, so far that I've seen in my multiplayer experience, but I'm sure there's way more. But, yeah, it's just like you're still going to get there. You're still going to feel satisfied. You don't have to be the guy who's on top of Everest. I remember celebrating level 60 because that was the level cap in World of Warcraft with my little dwarf barbarian or little dwarf tank guy you know conky with his his cat oh he was a hunter with his cat steve french so yes i watched the trailer park boys ladies and gentlemen <laughs> amazing ah oh, video games how much i love you but i hate you all at the same time but you know what i loved and without a percentage without a hair on my body hating what was that? Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Holy oh, doesn't... shit. Phil. I'm jealous. If there's a movie that you're going to break your dank and moist theater experience for, go I in the middle just... of the day. Go in the middle of the yep. day. Go to a new theater. Newer theater. Go to a small one. I don't, I don't. I really don't give a shit what you do. But go watch this movie. Yeah. This might be the one that, that breaks me. This movie. Um, I was looking at the reviews today and just hearing like it is the it like people are sitting there going, I don't know how you made a better movie than the last one. 
and I've, I've got that last one up pretty high on the shelf. Dude, so this movie is perfection in every way. In writing, in action, in story, in creativity, in every possible way, this movie, for me, is a 10. This is a 10 out of wow. 10 movie. This is a 10 out of 10 movie. Movie of the year for me so far. Best comic book movie adaptation maybe ever. Yes. Wow. I'm saying that. Boris, with an absolute statement wow. like that. I Yeah, this might be uh, two weeks from now. Um, taking an afternoon off or going after work, finishing up and going after work to a four o'clock matinee. You know when you should watch this? The weekend that everyone's watching The Flash. Oh, yes. Or Indiana Jones. No one's going to watch Indiana Jones, so you don't have to worry about that one. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's going to be a lot of people watching Indiana Jones. Like between my age and your age. Flash. Yeah, Flash, you're right. That's going to pull. Even for one week, Flash will pull. Yeah. Oh, Especially yeah. With I think Flash mysterious like... ending that everyone keeps talking about. I think Flash will have legs. Like, look, we've all known Spider-Man across. Like, this is this Spider Verse thing was going to be huge. Uh, like that that first movie, and it, you know what? Like, even if they had no crazy crazy ideas to keep it going forward, they just had to try to emulate what they did. And they were just gonna do well with that, and it looks like they put the work in. So, yep, it was honestly perfection. Alex, 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 agrees. saying it's perfect. Here's and also thing. saying his dad Juan doesn't like 3D games. Well, yeah, I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> Juan's, Juan's showing the the gray hair a little bit more than me on that one. <laughs> he literally is. Um, but. Honestly, this movie is perfection. Like you say, if there's a movie that you're going to break your dink and moist studio uh, or, sorry, theater uh, banishment for, this has to be it, man. It's so good. And honestly, literally before the movie, just blew everyone's ears. Literally before the movie started, I turned to my nephew and I say, you know, there's not a lot of movies that I needed to watch in the theater. Mm. Right? Yeah, did we, I forget what we were talking about, but after the th- movie, I'm like, I am so happy that I did watch this in the theater. Like, it's a movie Good. that should be watched in the theater. I am so happy that my nephew pushed me to go IMAX for this movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah, not 3D. You have to make the trip. That kid can't do 3D. I think he's getting motion sickness or something, but. IMAX. Fair. You need to watch it on IMAX. That's a bit of a trip. That that has to go a little bit further for me. Not far, but for a little bit further. But yeah. Very good. And I'm I'm not even gonna say anything else, but such a good movie. Honestly, this is this is perfection in every shape, weight, or form. And humor at the right times. Not Yay! inserted like an MCU movie. What? Intelligent writing? What? You know, treating the audience with, like they have a brain? What? Lord and Miller do not get the credit that they deserve. I know. 
Solo. <laughs> well, not not you. You can't be perfect. No, well, the, the Ron Howard came in and ruined that one. I'm joking. I we don't know what that movie was, but I will say this. I was curious more than anything to see what Solo was going to be if it was Lord and Miller doing it, right? But but I do think that them bounding into this project as a result of that is kind of like the scuttlebutt. <clears throat> great. Fantastic. I, I think they've done a great job. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of funny because a girl I used to date, her cousin is one of the animators off of that movie. That oh, first one. Go. I don't know if the second one, but he was up there nominated for an Academy Award. So there you go. <laughs> Sheridan alum. Something something out in Vancouver. Oh, all right. Um, Vancouver studio. There's an homage to a previous Lord and Miller movie that you're going to love in this one. I will say that much. Mm. So. It's going to yeah. be weird how they do solo in a. <laughs> In a Sony movie. <laughs> kidding. Uh, no, but yeah, no, this movie is honestly perfection. It was so well done, almost to the point, almost to the point where I want to watch it again. And it, it takes a lot for me to watch a movie mm. again in theaters. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. But it's very rare that I feel like I should watch it in the theaters again. Yeah, fair. All right, so yeah. a couple things I want to talk about. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about, um, oh, I was doing some shopping. Well, not, I wasn't even shopping. I was just like walking around and square one in Mississauga now has a conspiracy comics. It's been there for a few years. I always forget that it's there, but it's there okay. walking just to see what's going on. Number one, it was packed. Good for them. Good. Number two, they had some copies of dead Romans. Boo. Yeah. So picked up issue two. So fucking good. I haven't read. I only read issue one, which was the intro. I bought issue two and three uh, as well, but I haven't read them yet because I feel like when I get reading them, I'm going to want to go right to the next book. <laughs> I'm already pissed off with having to wait. <laughs> like, damn it. That was just too, too much of an amuse bouche. Like it was just too much of a like, oh, I'm just starting to get into this because now I feel like I gotta read them all again because Fred's out there talking about these people so passionately, and I'm like, Man, who? What? Oh man, this is this sounds so cool, but I, I just kind of gotta do a run of this mother. Like <laughs> yeah, the last few comics that I felt so passionately about in terms of like you said, where you gotta you would just wanna keep reading, right? Um, outside of DC, like it's very rare that DC comics can get me like that. Um, but I would have to say it was Rat Queens. F f like, and we're talking what? This is 10 years ago now. Rat Queens was one that I'm like, I needed the next issue right away. To the point where I would buy them, but then I would buy the trade. Because I just needed to read the five issues and I didn't want to open up my five issues because they were impossible to find. The other book that I would say was kind of like that was Saga when I got into it. Saga was just like so freaking good. Yeah. And I'm so well, happy it's, good it's and back. It, and it's as well, it's the storylines are are intense. 
the action's intense. The the you know what I mean? Like it's it's like starting up John Wick four, and which I finally saw, and watching the first twenty minutes of it, and then hitting pause. It's like no, 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 no. You just can't stop this action passionate thing and just and I know Fred's finding places to pause it which make more sense but it's still so hard to pick up the intensity of the week of the month before when it's a month before and I'm just like no I want to pick up those episodes those issues and maybe read them a day apart from one another and just you know graphic novel type thing which I I see that they have a graphic novel option on uh, Amazon to order it physically but in the after five comics, you'll the the uh, image always releases yeah. the the trade paperback. Exactly. So I'm I'm looking forward to it, but just so people can can see, it's like, yeah, it's 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 I've got it on my Kindle here. Sorry, on my Kindle. So it's like, yeah, you have to. You can find it. You can find it. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't doesn't show well, but you can find it digitally pretty easily, and then you don't have to worry about your physical copy because you're always going to have your physical copy. Yep, in your bag. Yep. Right? So, so I'm super excited to get Fred back on the show. We're just waiting for the right time because he has so many stuff going on, and just want to be able to talk about everything that he's working on in one foul swoop. Yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll give him this little shout out right now is that he started back up with Mud Seventy Nine. I think he's re-recording season one or retouching yeah. it, like re- remixing, re- remixing it to his new standard because season two is is just huge as well. So I I I, I thought season one was great. I I found the story was really topical to Star Wars. I love the tactical end of describing the battlefield and the 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 empire and whatnot and how they interpreted the uh uh the rebellions tactics and things like that and i'm looking forward to more of it and you know just everything with the inquisitors and everything like that i have to go back and re-listen to it as well yeah look i've learned this even over the past six weeks that i've been in charge of the main radio show right like i've gotten better at sound and sound quality and just like Mixing and making stuff sound really good. So I can only imagine how he feels with this huge novella that he has going on. How he feels a lot more comfortable, right? I I, I sent him a DM and it's called him George Lucas. I'm like, already changing the original, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> Download them now off of his YouTube channel because he's uploading it on the audio. But he hasn't updated the, the, the YouTube yet if you want the originals. Because once they're gone, people, they're gone. <laughs> Speaking of once they're gone they will be gone uh man this is like i know we 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 come to the subject often but you're starting to hear this more and more and more right especially since uh you know the 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 big write-off that wb discovery did last year right especially with with hbo max at the time and stuff disappearing with um removing stuff and putting it to you know the free services i forget what those are angry phil is angry phil is already in and 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 you've brought this up many times right there's and and you say this is why buy shit and 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 
we're seeing this more and more with WB Discovery and Disney. Disney. And Disney is looking and they're thinking about removing more movies and shows from Disney Plus and Hulu. So this, you know, remember when 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 they were talking about streaming services, it's like this is our entire collection, everybody. You're going to love this. Everything is going to be there. And then we, with Tyler, joked, watch them do the stupid vault gimmick with this. And that's yep. exactly what is going on. This is where it's going to force the marketplace, people like myself in the marketplace, to start being way more mercurial with our uh, subscription so it's going to be like one month go to Netflix, the next month go to Disney, the next month go to Apple, the next month. You know what I mean? Like just sit there and go, okay, consume on my schedule and then get like, okay, whatever. I hope I uh, like I'm going to try timing Disney for this because this is coming back. The Mandalorian's coming back so I can watch it. Now, thankfully, it's not that bad yet, but they removed bloody Willow. They yep. just released that last November. So this and is what they exciting cost. They removed <sighs> Willow, Why the Last Man, Dollface, Mysterious Benedict Society, and Disney is expected to incur a content impairment charge of $1.5 billion, meaning that the company can remove that much from its tax sheet. Yeah. Ridiculous. They they removed the Malcolm McDonald, uh, the... Who's the guy from Jurassic Park? The scientist. Oh. You remember? Yeah. The guy with the glasses. Yeah. The they fly. removed his show. Did they? Yeah, The Fly. Yeah, they removed his show. I love how most of our listeners probably have no idea who I'm talking, who we're talking about, because we use, like, the... <laughs> I know, right? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, that's it. Dr. Malcolm. That's why I said Malcolm. So, yeah. anyhow, yeah, Jeff Goldblum's show on there. As apparently got removed. I I don't know if that's true or not, but See? like like the bullets are flying right now, and there's no avenue. If you're a fan, like it's fine. If if they get a a, a bonus or a write off or whatever of one point one billion for taking out Willow, fine, go ahead. Like honestly, I can't fault you for running your business that way. I I'm you know I don't expect you to take the hit of one point one billion or whatever it is, but at least offer the fans an ability to collect it and preserve it. It belongs to the fans. This is just, you know, one of those things where I'm like, I actually purchased pre-ordered off of Amazon, the last of us 4k Blu-ray. Because exactly. I don't want to get caught. Yeah. Like at least they did it. That's not a bad thing to do for your fan base. I want that forever. I want the extra, deleted scenes i want all of the outtakes that they have on those discs i want to drink it all in and enjoy it and consume it and just go wow what an event that was whereas if they start playing this this stupid game with star wars oh we're only going to release the original trilogy on may the 4th for one week only go get bent buddy i gotta shelf them back here yeah <laughs> but that's exactly it right like there needs to be a re a physical release of this stuff because I don't know. I, I can see this becoming a much bigger issue. I can see these companies leaving their 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 on demand streaming service site as bare as possible. So 
collect, guys. Do what you did, Phil, with The Last of Us. Buy what you gotta buy, because I don't, I don't, I see this becoming a bigger issue, right? The great write up, write down, of yeah, of of this era. Yeah, and you know, on the other side of things, government fix your crap. Don't make these loopholes for these companies to exploit. Like it, this is absolutely tragic. You have these companies. I'm sorry, I'm going to go really big picture here, but you have these company, this company in Disney that's sitting there and going, eh, we got to save 1.1 billion dollars, and they're screwing the writers. Yep, on this negotiation, well, they are screwing them. And like taking away these people's livelihoods, taking away their benefits, taking away all of these things and treating them as gig workers and not full-time employees. And they expect them to work harder than full-time employees. And that's just absolutely disgraceful. And there needs to be, I know I'm not a huge fan of government interventions and things like that, but there needs to be some kind of guidelines or punishment or accountability within all of these systems to go no people actually have to be able to make a livelihood you're not allowed to to just kind of fake it with an ai program and a, and one person trying to pretend like they're 50 yep that type and that's thing. the thing right like let, let's let's and you, you took this exactly where i wanted to take this and that's in terms of you know not only are they getting a tax write-off for this stuff but think of the writers think of people who get residual checks on this stuff it's yeah. gone from the system. So now you don't even have to pay these people out. Yeah. You're you're screwing so many people on this. So, so I many do people. agree with you. And the residuals, the residuals on this have to be probably pennies a glass. Just like like how does anybody make money off of Spotify? You know what I mean? Like like you got full-time musicians sitting there going getting checks cut for 12 cents every 2 weeks or something. It's ridiculous because they negotiated the crap out of everything to be worthless. And then they start taking it away because they're getting billion dollar bonuses on the flip side to remove the content. There's something wrong here for everybody because we're all paying money each month into their pockets for all of this stuff. And yet the bonus, the biggest bonus is coming from the government going, oh, yeah, you know, here's break one point one billion. Um, Yoink. Yeah, I'm telling you thing, what right? they need to do. Like not designate only these... Mandalorian as Canadian content because Carson Teva, Paulson <laughs> <laughs> Jung Lee, isn't it? So... <laughs> right, but that's the thing, right? Like, and this is a ballsy time for these major companies to do more write-offs like this because they, in my opinion, are justifying the writers even more. Because, like I said, let's like just at the on the residuals alone, you're being cheap. Right. So the government and then you're getting a tax write off. So it's like the double loophole right there. So, yes, you know, we talked about this in our last episode. And I do agree that there needs to be more government intervention and some to, and, and this and this isn't like take it over. This is more prevent these major companies, prevent Disney, prevent WB Discovery to be able to do this stuff. Yep. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Oh, it is ridiculous. We're salty tonight. No, no, no. But but this is the thing, right? Like, just seeing these major companies. Like, look at. Have you seen Riot Games and the whole hoopla that's going on at Riot Games? 
Well, isn't that place always a dumpster well, fire? It is it's a like... dumpster fire, but now they're they're fucking with the League of Legends pro players. Oh, great! So much so that the players are striking. Oh, well, that video games are supposed to be fun again, <laughs> right? But, well, I I just have to look at Bobby Kotak this past week coming out and saying. Hey, actually, there's no proof of any harassment going on anywhere. Like, there's not a picture of a whole bunch of dudes sitting on a bed with Bill Cosby above them. Like, there's not there's not a whole bunch of people who got paraded to get fired out of that company for sexual harassment. Like, yeah. no, the history books will show that we're actually a really nice company and no wrongdoings were done. Like, it's unbelievable the freaking arrogance of these CEOs to get up there and try to erase all this wrongdoing and whatnot. And I just feel like that's par for the course now. It really is. You know, like, it really is. Riot Games are going to piss on their players. Blizzard's going to piss on their players. You know, like, rewrite history, because guess who rewrites history? The victors. Yeah. As long as we allow them to win, they're just going to walk all over us. <laughs> yep. All right. So we're done for this week. But, Phil, I'll tell you right now what we're going to be talking about next week. And this is a subject that we need our friend Tyler for. And I'm just going to read the headline where I thought or what, what, what inspired me for our topic de jour. And it was going to oh, be your topic de jour if Tyler was around, but he wasn't. So we're going to save this bad boy. This is the headline. A synthetic NPR host, AI startup, well said labs, makes amazing, quote, planet money, end quote, voice clone. They created a whole podcast using AI. Is it Max Hedrum? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a whole series in ex exploring the evolving relationship between humans and machines, examining the ways that robots, artificial intelligence, and automation are impacting our work and lives. And this is live. And this is legit. Holy shit. Oh. Oh, I, I'll, I'll guiltily confess that I had a subscription to Endel for a while, which was Grimes's AI music program because mm -hmm. I was so curious and I had to end it. I got so creeped out. <laughs> I was just like, nope, we're done. We're never going back there again. Please. Yeah. Man, we're going to be creeped replaced. Can you imagine? All hail WB Disney and WB Discovery. That's what's going to That's going to be the end of this. Yeah, exactly. It's just going to be propaganda robots sitting there going, the overlords pay us well. <laughs> listen to their, listen to us now. Yeah. Become a battery. Enlist in the Matrix. Anyhow, right. we'll talk about Ted Lasso at another point as well. But for this week, we want you to visit us at www.itscanonpodcast.com. You can check our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at It's Canon Podcast. You can email us at show at itscanonpodcast.com. You can subscribe anywhere where you find podcasts. We are there. You can also find us on Patreon at the uh, patreon.com forward slash SNME radio. And um, be sure to, you know, check us out on YouTube as well at It's Canon Podcast.com. It's Canon Podcast. And leave a, a like and subscribe if you can. And, uh, as well you know thanks for listening tell a friend 
and uh, you know, leave a good review on any uh, podcast programs that you have. Yeah. Yep. Again, thank you so much for listening to the it's for listening to the it's canon podcast.com. Oh my god, I'm tired. Thank you for listening to the It's Canon Podcast. Let's show you chat about anything and everything, including games, movies, comics, TV shows, AI. Fuck, maybe next week the that's what we gotta do. Have the whole episode and discussion done by AI. Don't please. I'm not don't. I'm not even gonna open up that Pandora's box. Lego is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> what are you humans doing? <laughs> oh my god I can't you just brought this. plastic <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you so much for listening on behalf of phil tyler and myself take care